see. Lawrence.com's politics and culture talk show. Uh, right up front, we apologize for our lengthy hiatus, but if our president can take a five-week vacation in the midst of unending catastrophes, then goddammit, so can we. And who exactly are we? I'm Gavin, along with... Galen. And... Anna. <laughs> and uh, and we, we should point out that we are, in fact, we're spreading out. We, we have a much more cosmopolitan view of the U.S. now. True. Uh, punditocracy now has field offices all over the United States. <laughs> <laughs> Most noticeably in Dallas, Texas. <laughs> yeah. Anna and I are uh, uh, posting our datelines from uh, Dallas, Texas right now, hence the uh, shitty speakerphone quality. We're like Christian Amanpour. <laughs> Through our nose. <laughs> but sober. Actually, that's a lie. Uh, but we would like to provide information for people who would like to get a hold of us or interact with us, reach out, touch us, feel us. Our email address is poundingthepundit at yahoo.com. And honest to goodness, no lie, the website has been updated frequently. Uh, visit us at www.punditocracy.net. Please. Yes, please. <laughs> the little comment section is just so desperately empty. It's sad. So sad. <laughs> Are you but, quoting 70s funk now? Uh, but, of course, in our absence, the, there's been a lot of little goings on uh, and to-dos in the world of politics and culture. But, of course, the obvious topic that we need to discuss is Hurricane Katrina, its aftermath, and the shitstorm that the actual storm stirred up. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Of course, we've all been watching the news. We've all seen the coverage. Uh, Terrible, terrible tragedy, worst natural disaster that this country's ever seen, more than likely, in its history. Uh, And... The government response, one of the worst man-made disasters that this country has ever seen in its history. And as a result, uh, rightfully, President Bush's poll numbers are tanking and hard. Yeah, he's below Nixon now. (laughs) When when Nixon resigned, he's below that. Uh, He's not quite at Watergate level Nixon yet. No, actually, the news the other day said he was. Oh, well, good for Bush. Maybe if Bush resigned, his numbers would go back up. Yes. <laughs> Unlike the Royals, he's a dedicated loser who doesn't give up losing before they get the record. God damn it, yes. The Royals are losers at losing. <laughs> yes. yes, since we have moved to uh, Texas, we haven't been able to keep up on all of the really crappy Kansas and Missouri sports. So uh, Galen will have to uh, I... uh, <laughs> pinch hit. I just know they almost got the record for most losses ever, and then they screwed up and won a game. I was actually going for that record, and I don't care about sports. Royals, perennial underachievers. They, they could have reached up and grabbed that brass ring. They can't even achieve it not achieving. I know, they can't even lose properly. <laughs> Instead, they had to win a game, and then lose sporadically after that. Uh, no commitment whatsoever. But this is how we cope. Uh, yes, the federal response to Katrina and the massive devastation in the Gulf states has resulted in the FEMA head being first yanked from Katrina assignment and now today, breaking news, has resigned. 
i.e. he's been fired, but nobody wants to say he's been fired because that would be admitting a mistake. Right, well, he was a Bush appointee of the cronyism. He had no credentials. Yes. Oh, oh, how dare you say that, Galen? He was, in fact, chairman of the International Arabian Horse Breeders Association. Right, I'm, I'm so sorry. He was assistant to a city manager once, too. Very few Arabian horses died in New Orleans. <laughs> Thanks to Michael Brown's efforts. Uh, but it should be... It should be, Anna mentioned that he was a city assistant. He wasn't even that. He lied on his resume. The man padded his resume to get a crony job. <laughs> I mean, that's, wow. That's impressive. Impressive levels of deceitful cronyism. <laughs> and uh, beyond Michael Brown, you know, uh, people might be lulled into a false sense of security because Michael Brown has resigned. No, 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 no. The entire FEMA bureaucracy has been stacked with Bush cronies. Most of them uh, political campaign advisors from the uh, 2000 and uh, 2004 uh, elections. And uh, none of them have even nary a whit of disaster preparedness training behind them. Uh, so kudos to the Bush administration. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, I just, I, I, and the hell with the administration for a minute. His mom. Oh, just, his mom, just to read the quote. Overwhel everyone is so overwhelmed by the hospitality. And so many of the people in the area here, you know, were underprivileged anyway. So this is working very well for them. <laughs> oh, Babs. Yeah, I know. Just, but they're heart of gold. Yeah, they're, they're like, damn, so good to have my home blown away and my family killed. At least I'm here in the, what? Oh, what, what you're leaving out of the quote? The Etcetera Dome. Yeah, what, yeah, the Terror Dome. Uh, what you're leaving out of the quote is that she chuckled while yeah. saying it. Yeah. <laughs> and and uh, then returned to her multi-million dollar Houston home. People wanted to live in Walmart, and now they got their wish. Exactly. What was, was Bush said? I know how you've lost. My friend, Mr. Lot, lost one of his houses. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. and, That's tragic. And, and I'm sure that Trent will rebuild his house, and even greater patio and i look forward to standing on that patio exactly <laughs> something to that effect is the, the quote from bush regarding and i believe it was not even in jest and if it was in gesture that'd be in bad taste but at least it was a joke no i'm pretty sure he was dead serious about yeah. trent lott's uh tremendous loss that was the serious yeah. smirk yeah not the humorous yeah. smirk well, I think that I just have this vision of like him and Lot sitting out on a big deck with cowboy boots on, feet propped up, shooting homeless. I imagine them as the Bartles and James guys. <laughs> I don't know if anybody in our audience is old enough to remember those wine cooler commercials. Oh, yes. Inbred yokel sitting on the patio. And one of them talked and one of them didn't. Yep. It was very original for its time. <laughs> no. uh, but also, uh, along the lines of the cavalcade of Republican empathy, House Majority Leader Tom DeLay went to the Houston Astrodome and was surveying the uh, housing arrangements, the hastily arranged, very unpleasant, very cramped uh, last resort housing arrangements, and was looking around saying, oh, come on, boys, this is a lot like camping, isn't it? <laughs> I'm sure it's not, actually, for me. probably has one of those buses with a kitchen and a maid. Uh, although, uh, good news on the Tom DeLay front, his political action committee was recently indicted, so there will be more indictments forthcoming on the Tom DeLay beat. So, yeah. 
<laughs> fingers crossed. Absolutely. Well, I was also just just to bring up a uh, more more about this. Uh, the, the original story in which Bush did his flyover the day a couple days after the hurricane when he got done vacationing uh, in Air Force One. It's one of the funniest things I've ever heard because it's one of the boldest um, lies ever. He's in Air Force One, which is a 747. Yeah. And a flyover of the area is either too high for you to be able to see anything or too fast because you're too close to the ground. So there's no way he could have had a flyover to survey the damage in Air Force One. They look like ants down there, dude. Look at them all scurry. Uh, it, I mean... The fact that he thinks we're stupid enough to go, oh, I guess he flew over in his big plane, is impressive. Demonstrating the leadership and compassionate conservatism right. that the administration is known for. Uh, although it should be pointed out that that half-assed measure wasn't even taken until Wednesday. Right. <laughs> Two days after the hurricane hit. Well, it's, it's like, I just remember there's a joke in the, the during the... Uh, just before the first Gulf War when uh, it was called the Gulf Crisis. And at the same time, uh, Bush's father uh, went to went on vacation. And there were more than one people that pointed out he had misunderstood the term Gulf Crisis. <laughs> and there were pictures for a few days of him playing golf with celebrities. It was pretty stupid then. I'm, I'm uh, waiting for the administration to eventually blame the hurricane on Saddam Hussein. Well, yeah, soon. Or the well, Saddam's gone. It's the Iranians now. But there was also the the fact that Bush has now surpassed the record for most vacation time ever taken. Oh, he shattered the record. Yeah. Well, no, I mean he he passed Reagan. <coughs> Reagan. <laughs> Reagan. And they didn't even count the times so he was just staring at the wall. Six days in Reagan's case. Yeah. Vacation time. <laughs> and and but he passed it. That was for eight years of Reagan. Yeah. Yeah, and this is only five years of Bush. Yeah. He's already, wow, again, our Un, president, overachiever. Uh, exactly, unlike the Royals' commitment to being a loser. <laughs> it's, the, it's that steadfast and steely leadership that he's known for. That's right. God damn it, if I'm going to vacation, I'm going to vacation. Uh, <laughs> and, oh, and, and uh, Condoleezza Rice, who was, like, enjoying New York and going to Broadway shows, and people started yelling at her until she finally took off and went back to uh, Washington. Spam a lot on Monday night. Then on Tuesday, she went on a thousand dollar shoe shopping spree. Right. Yeah, and when she was doing the shoe shopping, a, a horrified customer in the same shoe store went up to her and like demanded to know why she wasn't in Washington. And and yes, of course, it's not her job being Secretary of State. But yes, there's a lot of stuff she could do too. Uh, this is going to have a lot of international ramifications. Uh, so, as a matter of fact, yes, she should be on her post. Yeah, exactly. If you're going to stand around in floody waters for a photo op, you're going to ruin your shoes. <laughs> so you need to buy hundreds more. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Just Well, the, the shoes I'm sure she was buying it was not hundreds more. It was probably two or three pairs. Hundreds yeah. of dollars more. Yes. <laughs> uh, we have Imelda Marcos, the Secretary of State. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I mean, it. oh, who else? Oh, Dennis Hastert was quoted as saying, eh, we shouldn't even bother to rebuild New Orleans. I know. Well, it's all that jazz culture and stuff. It leads to the reefer. Yeah, I know. Oh. <laughs> uh, that's, that's what happened to Natalie Holloway, actually, is the jazz, <laughs> the reefer. 
Exactly. <laughs> the, the black menace. <laughs> Once again. Menace. Uh, but, oh, who else? Uh, Bill Frist and Ken Melman on Tuesday, the day after the hurricane, sent out a mass email uh, urging steadfastness and uh, determination in following through on the estate tax repeal. Right. <laughs> to help all the dead people's relatives. Of the Republican Party <laughs> to benefit the hyper-rich, you know. Just in case some rich people died in the hurricane, you don't want their heirs to have to pay for it. True. Exactly. Claude's house is yeah. a perfect example. True. <laughs> Well, we've lost Clarence Gatemouth Brown to this thing. Uh, a couple other blues legends, too. But uh, they yeah. were black and probably poor. What, so what they, the, it would not have helped them, the estate tax repeal. Fats Domino. F- Fats Domino. They found him, though. Found Fats Domino. How do you lose Fats Domino? Fats. <laughs> That's how big it was, the, the storm was, the destruction. They lost Fats They had some Domino. refugees rafting on top of him at the time. Back to Michael Brown. Yeah, yeah. Uh, who's, I think, just indicative of the failure of the federal response and the failure.